everything we go through, everything we feel, like it's just, it's just so comforting to know that we aren't alone. Hey guys, welcome back to the You Can Sit With Us podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Bridget. And you always have a seat at, at our, our table. <laughs> so what are we, well actually, yeah, okay. What are we talking about today? <laughs> so our topic today is a juicy one. We are talking about emotion. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, when we can all relate, of course, yeah. uh, too. But um, but yeah, so like our our purpose, I guess, for emotions is just like kind of like how to navigate, mm-hmm. you know, on um, everyday basis, but also like maybe heightened, high, heightened scenarios on on emotions because we all have them. So um, we just yeah, we're here to talk about yes. our emotions. So before we dive in, what is your favorite thing of the week? Yes. So my favorite thing of the week is this app called the Church, let's see, Church Home Guided Prayer app. Like I'll just give you guys a sneak peek. So I actually, Brittany was the one that actually showed me this one. It looks like that. We can zoom in, hopefully. Um, and then um, I like this because like it kind of forces me to be still. I like to start my days with God and end my days with God. I'm not as consistent as I'd like to be, mm-hmm. but um, I like this app because um, sometimes I just feel like I'm like super rushed. And this app like helps me to just sit down for three to six minutes and just really like spend some time with God and guided prayers. So like they they pray for me and tell me like what to say to God and yeah. I don't know I just really feel his presence and it's it's a great way that I've noticed um how I've started my days so you do it in the morning I usually do it in the morning okay. mm-hmm. um and there's different kinds this one's like start fresh this weekend shelter in Jesus yeah so um, this is I believe Judah Smith's app mm. um he's a pastor youth pastor I think right mm-hmm. Dave uh, he has his own church yeah he mm-hmm. has his own church what's it called church Church home. Oh, that, and that's what the that's, that's what, what the, the app church is called. Is called? Oh. oh, cool. <laughs> well, there you go. There you have it, people. Yeah. Um, but a friend recommended it to me, and I oh, used cool. to never really be. I mean, like way back, I used to do these type of things. But um, I think as I grew and my prayer life grew, I didn't yeah. really feel like guided prayers did much for me. Okay. But I'll be honest, like in this season, mm-hmm. they have been. I also use this app. They have been so like soul yeah feeding yeah if you yeah. know what i mean and i have mine set to 12 30 p.m oh cool because things have been so busy with work and just life it really forces me first of all to stop and yes. i'll be honest not every day i sometimes i ignore the notification yeah. but i notice the difference in the days when right. i actually like see the notification and it says take a minute to pray or yeah. take a moment to pray and i actually do and i get food and i like sit down and sometimes I'll be on the go because like if I'm working from the office at church I'm going to get food and I'll listen in the car and obviously I'm not closing my eyes but I'm still like being still and I will tell you like if there's one thing that I could give advice about in your walk with the Lord honestly for any human but especially as a Christian that has changed my life it's slowing down and being still and sitting and soaking in his presence like that everything else I feel like comes after that like that is so crucial and something I'm trying to get better at in this season where I'm just like so much going on yeah that's why I love this app because to me like it forces me to once I press play it's like it just kind of like I'm in this now yeah so it really it does help so much it sounds like it's something so small 
And it is, but mm-hmm. it has such a big impact. Because yeah. when, when, anytime I do, even with the app or just on my own, like if I'm at work and I just need a minute because it's crazy or something, yeah. and I just stand, I stay still, it really does fill you up. And I think the the helpful thing about the app is, um, especially like a mo- uh, seasons or moments when you um, are like just have so much going on, this kind of like takes that off of you. It just mm-hmm. you kind of just allow allow it to just take over and you can focus more on being in his presence. Yeah. So that's what I like about and it. And I really like too, cause I'm thinking if I was the one listening, like I would want to know a little bit more. Yeah. So what I, I've tried so many different guided prayers, medi- like guided meditations, biblical meditations, things like that. And this one I like because every day they have a few different options yeah. that you can switch from and it has like a different theme yeah. and they're very biblical but very relatable at the same time and the the sound of it is so soothing yeah the voice is soothing and it gives you like actionable steps at the end of the prayer too like to say someone's say for example the prayer is about forgiveness at the end of the prayer they'll say okay think about someone that you need to forgive yes and we're gonna release them to god you name them and like it's really actionable as well which i really like yeah um so yeah check it out the church home app we'll link it it below and take a screenshot, pause it, look at things que hacer. You can set the timer every day that it's at a time that works for you mm-hmm. and it'll remind you. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite thing, Britt? My favorite thing of the week is very fitting again. <laughs> it's so funny how that works. Um, but I had a rough morning, y'all. And my emotions are just everywhere lately. <laughs> and this product is called Mood Juice. This has been a lifesaver. This is by Organic Olivia. She is, um, I actually started following her like, so long ago, maybe like six something years ago before she even started her business. She's uh, very much into like nutrition and like natural herbs and remedies, but like not in an annoying way. I really like, she's so cool. She's relatable. She's from New York. Um, she's, she's not Christian, but she's super like, you can't help but love her. And she knows her stuff. And she saw a gap in the market for like natural remedies that really worked and were actually clean. So she literally started her brand by building them like by hand. So she has like a whole herb closet and like just all this stuff. And she makes them. And so she makes these tinctures. She has a bunch of different products as well. I haven't bought any of her other ones. I want to buy her digestive juice because... I notice the older I get, like the more I'm sensitive to certain foods. And I know she would take her digestive juice before she would eat like a carb heavy meal, like Mm. pasta or something or anything with like gluten. And it would like help her digestive system so much that she wouldn't feel bloated or yucky after, which is huge for me. Mm. But this mood juice is a blend of medicinal herbs designed to support the nervous system and promote healthy emotional balance. It's an herbal supplement and it has fresh St. John's wort flower, which if you know, like that's really um, helpful for like hormone imbalance, emotions, depression, things like that. Holy basil leaf, fresh lemon balm herb, fresh skull cap herb, kava root and motherwort herb. <laughs> it's so hard to say these motherwort. I was just going to say, if you can, if you can pronounce what is in the bottle, then that means it's good. <laughs> but mine is almost done. I've had this since like 2019. Um, and I use this a lot when I was postpartum and I had really severe postpartum anxiety and depression and it literally, it's the only thing I've ever tried that really works. Like I've tried a lot of different supplements and vitamins that help with emotional balance and hormone imbalance and nothing ever. I, I don't notice a difference. This one, I notice a difference like immediately. I just feel like huge relief. Like I don't feel like you know, like the de-stress type of things where it kind of like makes you drowsy and like yeah. lethargic or yeah. like 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just feel like balanced and normal. And yeah, oh my good. gosh, like especially if you're having an emotional day where your heart feels heavy and like girls, you know, PMSing. Sorry, I'm like getting over. <clears throat> I'm not getting over being sick. I'm kind of like on the midst of getting sick. God, please don't let me get sick. <laughs> but um, yeah, I noticed such a difference and I love, love, love. I will always recommend her products. It is a little pricey, but I promise you it's so worth it. Um, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, it's, it's a good investment. When you invest in yourself, that's always a good thing. Yeah, I know? never look at like investing in self-care products or self-care time as like an expense or wasted yeah. energy or wasted money because it's refueling me in a way right. that helps me actually handle all the other responsibilities in life to the best of my capacity. So like going to the gym, you know, gym membership. I actually just started doing a um, once a month massage um, good, subscription yeah, yeah. You told me. because... Mm-hmm. My shoulder, arms, my neck be hurting, the tension, like working on a computer all the time. Tell me you're getting old without telling me you're getting old. (laughs) You have a monthly massage subscription. Um, But no, that's really good. And we encourage all of that here at the You Can Sit With Us podcast. Invest in yourselves. Absolutely. You know, it's a a good thing. (laughs) Um, So, since we're talking about emotions... We heard a lot of great feedback from you guys. <laughs> I feel like ASMR. Our producers <laughs> are like cringing right now. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I love ASMR. <laughs> I heard someone say like, her husband was like, oh, don't go get coffee like we have coffee at home. She was like, you don't understand. It's an experience, okay? Like you walk, you know, you get your iced coffee from Starbucks and like, like this, the sound, yeah. the, the slurp, the the shaking, like all of it, like it's an experience. It's a full sensory experience, okay? Yeah, it's like a treat. I always yeah. say that too. Like, oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get coffee today. Like, I don't have to make it myself. Somebody mm-hmm. can make it, and then when they hand it to you, and then all that like little the ice stirring yes, and all that just, stuff, uh, the first sip, the first sip feeling. Ooh, oh my god, the gosh. first sip is just like <laughs> oh, no, this, it feels like a treat. It's like I yeah. know. Oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Yeah, so how are you feeling today, sis? Like, how Mm. are you really feeling? How am I really feeling? So a little bit of everything, but I think just, to be honest, just a little bit heavier than than I like. Mm. Um, Just a lot of, like, things that I'm considering, things that I have to, like, kind of, like, process, you know, personal personal problems, family problems. Um, so, but every day since I really have felt like that, um, I'm really just like praying, just praying, 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 because, um, to be honest, like I'm doing or trying to do things that are like, um, moving the needle. I think that's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Moving the needle forward. Um, but you know, the days like today, it just feels like, like, is anything happening yeah you know like Mm. uh, am i am i doing the right thing you know but i just take it to god i'm just like lord like you know how i'm feeling you know everything i'm carrying Uh, help me through it really help me through it help me to keep going the direction you need me to go um but i mm, it's just one of those days that just feels a little bit heavier than i I like it (laughs) i feel you what about you so same. Yeah. <laughs> I think before I, I share mine, I want to say I feel like 
what I'm learning so much in this season is I'm having one of those seasons where I'm not quite feeling it. You know what I mean? I hear you. And I haven't had one of these in so long, like years. So it's like really weird after you've been in like such a long extended season of like being on a mountaintop with God, even amidst all the struggles, you still felt good with God for the most part and close to him. And then in these seasons where you don't really feel close to him, you're just out of it. Like it's hard to pray. It's hard to get in the word. It's hard to like slow down in your mind and in your life too. Um, I think those seasons are more important. They're more constructing and like molding than those good seasons. Yeah. Because if you remain faithful through that, like even when you remind yourself of God's word and it's not like really hitting, but you're still choosing to separate what you know to be fact from your feelings. Like that's what faith, where faith really steps in, you know? And we're going to get into that. Like I got some... I got some gems for y'all because like this episode, we are speaking from a humble place of like, bro, like we we don't have this figured out, but we're going through it. And God is really showing us yeah. this actively for right real. now in our lives. Like his word is really coming to life in us, in our lives and what we're what he's showing us. And we're just pouring that back out into you. Yeah. And I think it's cool that in the midst of this episode we're able to approach it from that way because it really just glorifies him even more like i was this close to calling off our recording today because i was a hot mess this morning like i was supposed to go to prayer service at church i woke up late because i took nyquil two nights ago and i'm still feeling the effects from it like oh, if, wow. you, if you know you know like <laughs> it takes like two days to recover from nyquil bro Get like out. yeah so i was i went to sleep a little late but like not that late and I didn't hear my alarm I woke up to Sage crying so it was like hectic I didn't have time for me and then like I was so discombobulated and then I was just overwhelmed because I've been in a rough season my emotions have been literally all over the place they have been very hard lately if I'm just being real um and I was like oh my gosh like how am I gonna tend to Sage get myself ready eat make sure she's fed make sure that everything like all of our equipment set up and I'm also like looking over the outline and the points and like in a good headspace where I'm approaching this from like just a healthy place in the spirit you know like oh my gosh like I praise God for friends who come through yeah Fabiola love you so much for coming through and watching Sage so I could get ready yeah Dave and Bridget for like setting up so I could like have a moment to just like gather myself and like I just spent that time worshiping and like those songs that really like draw me near to his heart and I had to just take that those 10 minutes or 15 minutes to like cry let it all out talk to him and honestly in that moment he told me like literally like any good thing good that I say on this podcast today is all him because when I tell you I couldn't even formulate a sentence earlier my brain was so mush because I was overwhelmed anxious like ADHD mom life Sage was crying like it was rough Mm. so Oh, glory to God. Amen, amen. We're here and we're still pushing through. And I hope that that encourages you because I'm sure so many of you deal with this on the regular, especially if you're a mom, especially if you're a single mom. Like, I understand. But even if you're not, like, I'm sure you can relate in so many ways. Um, If we go in every day and everything we're trying to get into, like, feeling like we have to be perfect in order to show up, we'll never show up. Yeah, no, I agree. And I love that you shared that. And personally, I want to say thank you for sharing that because um, I know it inspires me. I'm not a parent. I know I've said that a couple of times, but it inspires me to whenever that happens, like when you just feel like just mush and just really just want to like collapse and Mm -hmm. just throw up your hands and give it up. 
you throw up your hands, but in the presence of the Lord. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, like you throw That's up your good. hands is like, like God, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. You know, instead of like lashing out, like everything you just mentioned, she could have been rude to, to, to everyone, to, to, to us, to her child, you know, and just like really allowed the flesh to take over. And I and know sometimes I do guys. And Don't that's okay. Like we're not, like, I'm not trying to condemn mm -hmm. anyone yeah. that, you know, sometimes yeah, the flesh may, may, may win this battle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, I love that 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 could just that's that's less off that happens less often than the spirit you know and that you've already like yeah. your relationship with god even it might be a season where you don't really feel like like you're thriving per se but in your thriving seasons like you know how that feels right yeah, and you're oh you're, gosh, you're like you're really amazing. like you're pouring you in on right top of the world bro. yeah <laughs> but but the Lord gonna humble you. Yeah, and like in the in this seasons, like what what or life gonna humble you. Yeah, like the the disciplines and the time that you spend in those thriving seasons, like it also does something to your soul and your relationship with Him mm -hmm. in these seasons as well. Don't get me yeah. wrong, like these seasons, of course, like builds your your faith like crazy and your bond with him like crazy but i the point i'm trying to get to is just like when this happens like you've already built something so amazing with him like your, your dependence on him with him um that your first response is to come, come here, to him come <laughs> um first you know and like <laughs> surrender it all <laughs> If Look at my baby. On YouTube, this is this is the other sage. Yes, this is my four-legged baby. They're gonna need some explanations on the names, but we're, we don't have time in this episode. True, so true. tune into our next episode, and we'll tell you. Yeah. Um. Did we copy the names of our children? <laughs> we didn't. It was so unintentional. But anyways, um, I love that you point that out because Emotional support. I was gonna say she came down at a perfect time in a perfect episode, so to be introduced. Anyways, um. Mm, I yeah. don't like doggy kisses. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I love that you pointed that out because it just it you gave us a practical example of when we do have rough times like that, like how to deal with it. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like to get in get in your your um prayer closet or wherever in the prayer corner, mm -hmm. you know, wherever you are and surrender all of that to God. Spend that time with him, be still with him pour it out to him what and however which way you need to if remind me you know. as we're going through the points to bring it back to this point because one of the points that i have is going to tie in so perfectly with that mm -hmm. because that is like a major key like a practical way to process yeah. in moments like that one last thing i wanted to say thank you so much for that you're always so encouraging oh. but um it's so funny too like we're talking about emotions and of course like Bro, the spiritual warfare on our emotions, like, come on now. No, for real. I was thinking about that last night. I'm like, yeah, mm. like, don't, mm. it's okay to have a meltdown moment, but continue, like, invite God into that moment Absolutely. and allow him to step in. And I think that's a beautiful thing that happens, whether God causes it, life causes it, the enemy causes it, it doesn't matter. God will use it for his good and his glory if we let him. If we throw up our hands and we say, I surrender this to you, God, like, I can't do this alone. Step in, Lord. Take mm -hmm. over. And he literally does. And he gets the glory for that. And then we fall more in love with him. We trust exactly. him more because we see like, wow, I literally could not have done this if it wasn't for God. If I would have not taken that moment to stop and like talk to him and allow him in. And I would have went on my own strength and tried to figure out the day and all the things like mm -hmm. it would have been a mm -hmm. whole mess. Mm -hmm. And instead, he takes that mess and makes it holy, a holy mess. Yeah, and <laughs> honestly, that's what he wants. He he wants to he wants 
that he yeah. wants that for you you know um i hope this is applicable but it's what comes to mind um uh, the verse where he says like if he clothes the lilies like how much Oof. more will he clothe you how much more will he provide for you like if he takes Amen. care of the littlest things like you know if they don't have to worry about going without um then you shouldn't either. And that also means your heart. Yeah. Like, he I think takes it means your heart, your heart more than anything. Yeah. Not just like, you know, our needs, of course, mm -hmm. but like, he takes care of your heart. Like, yeah. if he takes care, if he clothes the lily, he is going to clothe you and cover you and protect you and Amen. comfort you, you know? Um, so good. So, yeah. yeah, I think our pastor always says it, and I hold on to this. That's why I love my church so much yeah. and my pastor, because there's such a good balance between grace and truth. And he said, for example, speaking on the spiritual warfare, we still chose to show up. Yeah. Like we still chose to do this and get it done because we know why we're doing it Exactly. for you. Who's listening. We know that God has a word for you and wants to speak to I you know. and, and even to and through us as well. And it's always, this is what my pastor always says. It's never, it's always more spiritual than you think, but it's never as spiritual as you think, hmm. you know Flesh what I mean? For us. So like, don't give all of the credit to the enemy. Like, oh my gosh, like the enemy's trying me so, so, so much to where now you're focusing more on the enemy and his tactics and right. your problems than you are on Jesus and what he has overcome. Yeah. Um, but things are typically more spiritual than you think as well. Like there's always, we live in a spiritual world. We can't see it, but there's always spiritual forces. You know, scripture tells us this is yeah. the dark forces. Um, always at work, always trying to deter and deceive the Lord's children. Like the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So right. he's always at work and he always wants to, you know, make us believe lies or get us distracted from what God wants to do, especially right before God is about to do something exactly. impactful. And that could be a whole episode in and of itself, which it will be. So make sure you subscribe, hit that bell notification. All that. Yeah, comment, just everything. follow us on Instagram. Yes. Um, join the family. Yes. Um, but... Let's dive into it. I think that was such a good like groundwork that we laid talking about how we're navigating this and what God is showing to us. So let's talk about what God says in his word about emotions. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what God says, we see it in uh, in Genesis 1, 26 through 28. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his image and in the image of God, he created him male and female. He created him. That's what it says in scripture. So basically what this says is we are image bearers of God, you know, so we are in his likeness. So if we have emotions and we we share and show our emotions, that is just like a, a direct parallel to God, to yeah. him, because he shows him emotions too. And we see that all throughout scripture. We see when he gets upset, when he gets mad, when he is rejoicing, we see when he is pleased all throughout scripture. He shows compassion. He shows, he shows mercy, all of it. Um, I'm sorry. I have so much dog hair on. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you're wearing black. So you can really yeah, see it. Well, it's okay. <laughs> We're just going to keep the show rolling. Oh, shoot. We should have had the um, well, lint roller. But anyways, that's really good. Yeah. So, but the biggest difference between him and us is that he is sinless and he is holy. Amen. So all of his emotions that he's ever shown and continues to show, it is righteous. Yeah. Because he is just and he is righteous. Us, on the other hand, we're not so holy. We're not so, we're not so sinless. 
<laughs> but the beautiful thing about all of that is that there is grace and that there is forgiveness. There is mercy, you know, and and as we mentioned in the earlier uh, earlier in the episode, um, we have somewhere we can go to yeah. when we might not be feeling the most righteous type of anger. We might not be feeling the most righteous type of, you know, feelings, but we want to be petty. We want to lash out. You know, we have who we can, who we can go to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's so good. It kind of is the heart of this episode is we're human. We have a plethora. Plethora. <laughs> plethora. <laughs> oh my gosh, me correcting you? What is this? That's how they made fun of me at, at work the other day too. Oh yeah? Um, of emotions. But it's possible to feel our emotions, engage with them in a way that glorifies God. Yeah. Are we going to get it right all the time? Nope, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But we can try to. And I think the closer we get to the Lord, the more we fall in love with him, the more our emotions are shaped in a way that is glorifying. And I love that Like our emotions are literally literally created in the image of God, Yeah. Um, which I think is so dope. I never really thought about that until this year when I actually started studying more emotions, which we both have this, is yeah. Emotions and the Heart um, Daily Grace Co. Bible Study. Yeah. It's really, really good. We'll really link it good. below. Okay, so emotions is such a heavy, like, vast topic, right? Mm -hmm. But I think it's so dope that we can look to God as someone who has emotions and right. learn from him and realize that the way that we experience emotions now, though perverted and distorted by the fall, we still have hope in him and we can look to him for guidance on how to manage them or process them or identify them even. And I just want you to know that like, it doesn't matter what you're feeling, whether it's, you know, a great feeling or like the lowest of the low, God is not surprised by your emotions and they're never going to be too much for him to handle. Oof. Just let him into them. Yeah. If you can't even make sense of your emotions or you feel like you're feeling multiple things at once, that's normal. Invite him into it invite people in your life into it go to therapy if you need to i i'm a, a what is the word so advocate for believer for, <laughs> for therapy for sure um journaling helps so much it um, does Really we're going to do a part two of this episode where we're going to give you very practical steps and like some real good gems on <clears throat> excuse me on how to really manage your emotions and become emotionally healthier okay so i wanted to talk about here in the daily grace coast study it says um it's so good. Like in just one chapter or day one, it has so much, you know, yeah. but like our emotions can be complicated. They can confuse us. Right. But we can look to God. We can look to scripture to show us what to do with them, how to make sense of them and how to become emotionally health, emotionally healthier. I really wanted to harp on the fact that like, because we're made in his image, <clears throat> our emotions are a little piece of him. You right. know, he designed us so intricately and created us to reflect him mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful beautiful thing our emotions they reveal our heart and what we're attracted to and drawn to and we'll get into more of that in the second episode so our emotions are complicated they confuse us at times um they can lead us to bad things or they can lead us to good things um i think it's important that we you know just learn how to see god in the midst of them yeah and not beat ourselves up yeah and just process them better. I think it's encouraging to know the fact that having emotions is a reflection of God. 
and he yeah. dwells within us. That's so cool. I you never know? like thought about that before. Yeah, like it's like, oh snap. Like, cause I know many times, like you said, you never thought about that. Many times we just we kind of like focus on the fact that, yeah, we're not perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, you know, we're naturally like we want to go against God and stuff like that. But we have him in us. Yeah. And knowing that we are image bearers of him, that he made us in his likeness and having emotions and showing them and that, that is something so natural for us to just do. Some more than others. Man, I'm not coming for y'all, but <laughs> mm, I, I will. <laughs> no. But we all know men's a little tougher to show their emotions. But anyways, yeah. we still love y'all. Um but um I think it's a very comforting fact to rest on that when we show emotions, no matter which emotions it is, I'm showing I'm show, I'm showing a piece of who created me, of our creator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a comforting thing more than a more than anything. I think we, we could focus more on that than focusing on like the fact that, you know, we ain't perfect or something like that, you know? Yeah, like it should relieve us from beating ourselves up if we're right. feeling like shameful or guilty right. or mad or angry. Mm-hmm. Even scripture says, um, what does it say? Say a little piece. I might, I might catch you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, bring it back to my remembrance, please. Um, say a piece. I might be able to. It's like to feel angry, but do not sin. You know, there's tons of scripture about anger and emotions that we're not going to dive deep into each emotion. If you guys do want to hear that, comment below. Let us know if there's a specific emotion that you want us to talk about, like anger, um, shame, all Loneliness. these things. And we can do like full episodes on yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the scripture I'm thinking of is Ephesians 4, verse 26. It says, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. So that shows us that it's okay to feel angry. But let's really try our best to not let that anger drive our decisions, yeah. you know? Feel how you're feeling. Identify it. Validate it. Let it out. Talk to God about it. Talk to people that, that cause you to feel that way or other people you just lean on. Um, but don't make decisions based off of that emotion because mm-hmm. we all know that that has horrible consequences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so with that, I really wanted to like really dive deep into the fact that like we are literally made in God's image. So our emotions, they were we were created with emotions originally with the intent of glorifying God. Mm-hmm. Our emotions were hope and joy and love. And we see that in the garden when, you know, Adam was like, um, when God made Eve from his rib. He said, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Like he was rejoicing. He was like grateful. It was a beautiful emotion. God created um, everything. Like the vegetation, all of it was pleasing to the eye. It was good. Creation was beautiful Mm -hmm. so that man could delight in it and feel beautiful things. So I, I love that we still get to have the taste of that. But it sucks on the other hand because sin came in and what sin does is sin takes what God created for good and for his glory and perverts it and yeah. distorts it and turns it into something that glorifies Satan himself or glorifies us, which in turn kind of same thing, I'm not saying we're Satan, but like it takes us away from God, you know? Right, right, right. And in a way, I feel like that brings peace because it's like, okay, this is not how God intended it. Like God created the world, created us, created everything with the intention of being purely 
good. Yeah. Like, we can't even fathom what that's like. Yeah. That, like, so, I mean, sorry, not sorry, but, like, it reminds me of, like, because I'm in the medical field or whatever, and as we're learning in school, we have to learn the right way, what's correct first, mm-hmm. and then we learn the abnormal. And I feel yes, like that's so fitting. With design, like you learn the rules so then you <laughs> can break so the crazy. rules. That's so crazy because how, even like how me and you have said before, like how we started our walk was in the beginning with Genesis. And though we don't recommend it, but I'm glad and I just see God's hands and, mm-hmm. and in our walk and all this because how he starts off, you know, like what he tells us first, the first knowledge that, that he gives us is how it's supposed to be yeah. the right way. And then we see how it all like got messed up, yeah. you know, and it just reminds me of like school and stuff and like how we learned and you just tied it back to creative, how we learned yeah. the right way to do it. Because when it doesn't, when it, it is abnormal, when we notice abnormal, we already are harped on the fact of what is supposed to be. We already know how how it was intended to be. So therefore we have this knowledge that we can do something with it to to help bring it yeah. back, but not on our own and in and, and, and um our faith. We know that we can't do it on our own. We right. need him. But wow, that just like That's so good. I just thought about it like medical terms. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I love seeing That's how funny. God like intertwines everything like it's just so so cool and like being able to look for god in everything is the key yeah so we should be able to look for him in our emotions yeah and um i want to tie in here biblical understanding of emotions i'm going to be reading a little bit from the study so i definitely recommend going to get it for sure they, we'll, leave, we'll leave the link they constantly have sales like yeah and right now they're doing like a five ten dollar sale yeah, so, so you can get it for five dollars maybe, maybe this one was ten i don't remember but it's so good yeah one second Okay, so it says a biblical understanding of emotion must also account for sin. The fall of man brought about deception, rebellion, and evil. When sin entered into the world, our emotions were no longer naturally inclined to honor, love, and obey God. Instead, they were inclined to be self-seeking, idolatrous, and uncontrolled. When sin infiltrates our emotions, they can lead us to hope in broken cisterns, to delight in evil, to hurt others, to hate what is good, and to dishonor God in our responses. I'm like, that's so real. Like, mm-hmm. it's so real. Mm-hmm. I know when I'm going through a rough season, like, my thoughts are naturally not good. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, this is weird. Like, I, when I'm in a good place and a good season with God, like, my thoughts aren't naturally like this. But that just shows, like, emotions are just... Distorted emotions yeah. can lead us to worse. And if you're in a rough season, it's so much more crucial to feed yourself good, godly, truthful things, a.k.a. the word, worship, prayer, mm-hmm. communion with mm-hmm. other believers, fellowship mm-hmm. with other believers, mm-hmm. because what is in your heart is going to come out of you. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Uh-huh. So you have to be feeding yourself good things, especially when you're in an un unhealthy emotional place because if not you're going to be bleeding on other people who didn't hurt you yeah and that's not fair to them that also reminds me of i believe it's in james um of course we'll have it here but um it says like to basically meditate on joyful things things that will honor god like thoughts that will oh i love that scripture yeah 
keep your mind stayed on things that are pure, yes. loving, trustworthy. Like yes, all that. Oh, yes. So. And like the fact that it even tells us, it's just like another confirmation that, of like God's guidance, like, mm-hmm. you know, in his word, like, it's like he, he acknowledges that, yeah, we will have these emotions that won't glorify him, mm-hmm. but he, he guides us and tell him like, Hey, okay. Um, this is a, a, an exercise. Try to think of things that are pure or joyful. And, and we can see that in Jesus. We just look, we just look literally, at Jesus. Oh my gosh, yeah. If you need an example, just look to Jesus. Like literally I'm a very visual person. So sometimes I struggle when I'm praying and I'm not able to like, I don't always see things when I pray, but like in moments like that, when I'm like, God, like mm-hmm. help me think about things that are good, pure, loving, holy, like life-giving. I literally ask him, like, I don't even know what that is, God, but help me. And sometimes I'll try to like actually focus on things that are pure and beautiful and good, like thinking of my daughter laughing or yeah. or clouds for some reason always bring me peace, like feeling like I'm in the clouds. I guess I think I'm like in heaven or like <laughs> sunshine, you know, like a yeah. beautiful field filled with beautiful flowers, like the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Try to visualize what that looks like. And it does something to your brain mm-hmm. and then your hormones. And it's just a beautifully designed by the OG designer yes. um, process of how things work. And yeah. I think that's so dope. Like, Yeah, that you just reminded me of Phoebe from Friends <laughs> when she was trying to tell um, Monica. Monica was going through her breakup and she was just like, okay, like think of a happy place. Mm-hmm. And then Monica couldn't oh, think yeah. of a happy place. So then Phoebe was like, okay, you can borrow mine. And it was like, I think she describes it like that, but it's just... My therapist know. asked me that once. She was like, in those moments when you're having like anxiety and stuff, like have a... Bring yourself to a happy place yeah. in your mind. It was honestly really hard for me to do. But I think trying to think of it in the moment was hard. But as you go through your day, keep it in the back of your head. Like, okay, let me take note and inventory of things that fill me up and bring me peace. And literally write it down if you need to. Yeah. Because then it's easy to, like, come back to. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, but I wanted to talk about, like, the dangers of being in an unhealthy emotional place. And if you don't take care of that and if you don't take... If you're not honest with where you're at, with yourself first... With God, first or second, you know, depends on who you are and how you are with him. And with the people in your life, that can lead to a lot more damage later on. Because, like I said, if you're not in a healthy place and you're not taking care of yourself, well, you're going to lash out. You're going to bleed on people who didn't hurt you. And now it creates a bad ripple effect of now they're going to either fire fire with fire. Now they're going to be hurt. And if we don't stop that cycle somewhere, it just becomes a never ending cycle. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, we're around Valentine's Day right now. When you're listening to this, it already passed. But... The topic of love and relationships is always a hot topic, right? Because we all deal with that. And those types of things hit us and cut us the most deep. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important that we make sure we're emotionally healthy first before we step into a relationship, but also that we're taking care of ourselves because even before you get into a dating relationship or marriage, you should have relationships in your life, like friendships and stuff. And you want to make sure that they're healthy. And I think, especially when you have a community of believers, Mm -hmm. it just inadvertently calls you to hire, you know, like you have higher standards because you, you care for these people. And especially if there's people that who look up to you, you know, you want to be a good example, but you also need to be able, part of being a good example is not acting like you're okay all the time and always showing up like you're good. No, be honest. Like when someone asks you, like, how are you doing? Honest, like honestly answer that. If there's someone that, if the time and the place is right, obviously. Mm-hmm. If it's, like, quickly in passing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm good, whatever. Yeah. Um, But otherwise, like, just be real with people. Like, you know, I'm not good right now, but God is good. That's literally always my answer. Like, I'm honestly, I'm not doing okay, and that's 
okay. Exactly. And also you'll notice how people respond. It can become a, a ministry moment. It's like just opportunity for God to get glorified because there's been times when people have asked me like, how are you doing? And I'm like, to be honest, like I'm not doing okay. And I can see that they're personally not comfortable with admitting that they're not okay because then they, they kind of like respond in a way that like feels like, oh no, like let's fix that. Yeah. And I guess that comes from a good place of them caring and want to fix me. But like, I don't need to be fixed right now. I just need to be like honest. Like, yeah, speak life into me. Remind me of God's truth and his promises. But also I'm okay with not being okay sometimes. Like, And that's okay. <laughs> exactly. Like we're promised to have trials in this world, yeah. but take heart because the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And, <laughs> and honestly, I hold on so tight to that. And I don't know if this is emotionally unhealthy or not, but it helps me. When I'm in a season or a moment or a day when I'm going through something really rough, validating my feelings and honestly having a little bit of a pity party actually draws me nearer to, to God's heart. Okay. Because it helps me look at myself from a compassionate standpoint rather than beating myself up like, oh, you know better. Because I do. And, and there's times when I beat myself up because I knew better. But that's okay because there's a difference between knowing better in your mind and knowing better in your heart. Yes, girl. And you don't really... Those hard seasons humble you so much and they draw you closer to his heart because your heart is hurting. Yeah. And it allows him to step in as your healer. Yeah. And Amen. it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to admit that to other people and glorify God in that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it does more damage to act like it's not okay. Yeah, I agree. And sometimes, like, we, like you said, like, especially if people look up to you, like, Sometimes we feel more comfort when we see, oh, this person I thought was like, you know, they put you up on the on this pedestal, whatever. And then when they're raw and honest with you, it opens the door for you to even be that way. Because yeah. sometimes like we just we we um we need those examples. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this person, that's how we grow up. We see our parents, how they deal with things and they set that example for us. And if we look up to someone that is being raw and honest with yeah. us and 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 showing how it is OK to say I'm not okay, it, it has a trickle effect in itself. Oh man. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, be that even more reason, be that because yeah. you have no idea like the relief that it creates, that mm -hmm. it gives. So it's okay to not be okay. But, um, we have a way to, like you just said, like, if that's your way of, um, with the, with the, like just being in the moment and having a pity party right then and there, that's fine because you're acknowledging that, but you're not camping there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I just think all like all together, that's amazing because like, we're not bottling it up. Like how culture likes to teach us, like how a lot of times yeah. um, in our households, like we grow up with like, this is how you are tough. And mm. it just, it creates toxic. this, yeah, it creates this toxic dynamic. <clears throat> Sorry. It's okay. I think our generation is doing a really good job at becoming emotionally healthier because our parents' generation, for the most part, yeah. didn't set great examples of that. And especially now as we become parents, like, we realize, like, I want to raise emotionally healthy children. So I have to be emotionally healthy. And that means that I need to also be with someone who's emotionally healthy because it's hard if one of y'all isn't. So that's, like, the philosophy of our podcast. I love that you pointed out how... When people look up to someone, they that kind of sense. have wrong assumptions. Yeah. And oh my gosh, that's one of the biggest reasons why I stepped away from my personal Instagram. I built up that for 10 years. I got to like 10.2K followers and it just became so burdensome. 
because people, even still, they look at our podcast and they're like, oh my gosh, how do yeah. you do it? Like, and they just make a whole picture of, oh, they must have everything in order. They must have perfect lives and, and all this money and, and be great with God. Yeah. No, we do not. My daughter's upstairs right now, not taking a nap. My mom is watching her. She's a whole mess. Crying. She's screaming. The dog is she's over here. I have... Yeah, reaction. she's giving me anxiety because I'm afraid that Amazon's gonna come and she's gonna go crazy. <laughs> like our our batteries are dying. Like, but we're still showing up. God still. That's where God gets the glory. Hallelujah. And like specifically talking about emotions, like it was driving me insane that people would look at me as vulnerable yeah. and as transparent as I was on my Instagram. I mean, I would show up as a hot mess postpartum. Like, y'all, I am not okay. That was like my brand. I was very big on being vulnerable and transparent like now it's like a trend but like before when no one was really doing that like there was just few people doing that and it was scary and then I guess like as I got more people I realized like I got vulnerability hangover that's personally why I stepped away from it because it was just like bearing my soul too much to too many people but even still people were like oh my gosh like you seem to have it all together like I literally don't mm -hmm. like that's such a deception from the enemy that makes us like look at others and think that they are living some sort of perfect life. Like yeah. even the most successful people, even the best pastors in the world still deal with emotions, mm -hmm. still deal with hard emotions, still go through hard things. Mm -hmm. Like we are all human. It's the human condition. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. Yeah. Like. I think of like how lonely for us, like anyone, like, like being the one that's being looked up to or whatever. And mm. that sounded like boastful, but I'm not at all trying to be boastful, but like, because I have dealt with that with my family, Yeah, you know, like, oh, like you went off here, you're doing great. You have this, you have that, you know, what mental health mm. issues could you have gone through? You know? And it's just like, do y'all really understand where, you, you know what I'm saying? And like, sometimes it's, it's frustrating because it's like, I'm not always okay. Like, yeah. you know, and it could give a sense of feeling loneliness. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. Like no one sees what you're actually going through. Yeah. Cause or... all they see is just like how strong you're all the good. Yeah, and and that's, like, that's I'm amazing. Not, no, I'm not strong. <laughs> I I don't want to cut you off. Continue. Yeah. But remind me of the strong thing. Yeah. Go like ahead. like don't get me wrong. Like thank you that you know that you you have this image of me. But also like can you see that I'm also human and I'm not okay and like that that's okay. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So um so the sense of loneliness like kind of like goes away because it's like okay I am really being seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not just seeing like the good um or whatever. And I think that's why it's just so essential to be honest and and tell whoever if it clicks to them great if it doesn't then that's okay too like you know it's yeah. it's they'll do whatever they'll do with it but like still be that honest person mm -hmm. like like if you are okay okay like you know like Brittany said to have like that discernment of yeah. when to when to say that and do that listen y'all vulnerability is the new strong mm -hmm. because i'm tired of it like we grew up trying to be so strong trying to be so tough and it was a survival tactic like we did that our parents even more so than us, right? Because yeah. they had to. Like, it was harder back then. Yeah. Especially, like, our moms were single moms. Right. But that, once you're aware of it and how toxic it is, like, you realize, like, actually, I need to do the total opposite. And when I was in Japan, I had very few close friends. I had three close friends. And I know that probably sounds like a lot, but, like... <laughs> um, that sounds like just enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. But, like, this one girl, Kay, if you're watching, love you, girl. She went through a lot of loss. She dealt with pregnancy loss after pregnancy loss. And when I got pregnant, 
she also just experienced a pregnancy loss as well. So I understood that, like, she couldn't really be around Mm -hmm. me. Like, she was in one Mm -hmm. of those places where it hurt to look at pregnant people. And I can resonate. If you've been hurt by anything, if you've been gone through a breakup, it hurts you to see happy couples on Instagram or people getting engaged. If you've gone through loss or death, like, it hurts to see people, you know, with that, whether it's your grandmother, husband, whatever. And um, so I understood and I gave her her space. Like, and I never, like, felt... I never, like, took it personal. Yeah. Like, I always knew, like, she needed her space. Like, yeah. I can imagine that kind of pain. Like, we were so excited. Our pregnancies were, like, right there with each other. And we were going to do it all together. And it was her second, I think, her second loss that year. And so it was really rough. But one thing I honor about her so much was that she was like, I'm tired of being strong. Like, amen, everyone always tells sis. me, like, amen you're so strong. I don't know how you do it. And she would stop them like, no, I'm not strong. Like, stop telling me that. I don't want to be strong anymore. I'm tired of being strong. I'm tired of going through hard things. Like, can I just be sad? Can I just feel these feelings? Can I just go through this as a human, bro? Like, Mm -hmm. especially for us, like as women, like those women who are like go-getters and like resilient and powerhouses. Amen. Those are beautiful traits to have. But if you're not careful, they will drive you to emotional exhaustion. Yeah. Like, bro, like you're burned out. You'll have a hardened heart. You'll get through life thinking that you just need to be strong all the time and you won't be able to get through crisis. And I'm sorry to break it to you, not to be a bearer of bad news. And this is a real damper on the whole new age philosophy, but like this world is fallen. It's a cold world. Like Syria is like going through it right now. Like there's, chaos war like there's like bro like you don't have to try hard to find like just destruction in this world it's gonna happen it's how we manage that Mm -hmm. how do we bring glory to god how do we see him even in the midst of it how do we see his plan for good in the midst of all the evil Mm -hmm. i think a simple way to 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 do it or to just a simple way mm-hmm. is surrender. Yeah. Surrender it to God. Cause that just brings me back to, to both of our testimonies. We just, we couldn't carry it anymore. Yeah. It was too much, mm-hmm. you know, like trying to carry and be the strong, strong one all the time and cover up our emotions, not showcase, you know, the negative emotions. We got tired. The weakness, like emotions and being emotional, expressing your emotions or, or going a different route in life, whether that be career-wise, school-wise, whatever, quitting. It was all, we all, we looked at it all with this like connotation that it was failure. It was weakness. But you know what? Oh, Paul said it so good. I, like I, now I consider um, hardships. Uh-huh, and persecution mm-hmm. and, uh, oof. It's well, we'll have it here, but okay. yeah, I, 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 can, I can boast in it because I know that, he is he's working through that like he's working through all of the the hardships the persecution and all that i mean jesus faced it himself you know like he literally like went through everything that we go through it's just like how how we can always tie it back to our lord so this is one of my all-time favorite passages in scripture and lean in because Oh, it's Turn so up the good. volume. <laughs> <laughs> so this is 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 9. I'm, I'm going to read 5 to oh. 10. This is the Apostle Paul, and 
he just some background info he had a what they call a thorn in the flesh it was never really given um an answer to what exactly that was but we do know that it caused him physical pain and it was really difficult to deal with and he pleaded with the lord three times to remove it from him but god didn't and right here it says paul's thorn in god's grace Chapter, I mean, verse five says, I will boast about such a man, but I will not boast about myself, except in my weaknesses. Even if I wanted to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain so no one will credit me with more than he sees in me or hears from me. Or because of these surpassingly great revelations, what he was like, God pretty much like gave him godly revelation and knowledge that other humans didn't have access to and it's something that he could have been very conceited about very full of himself or boasting about but he looked at this and said you know what i'm not going to do that so he says in verse seven so to keep me from becoming conceited i was given a thorn in my flesh a messenger of satan to torment me three times i pleaded with the lord to take it away from me but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you, mm -hmm. for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest on me. That is why, for the sake of Christ, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, you are then strong. I am strong. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't sum it all up, I don't know what does. Right. It's okay to have hard emotions. It's okay to be, quote unquote, weak sometimes. That is where we encounter the Lord at the end of ourselves. When we yep. realize that we can't do this without yep. him. Yep. No, amen, girl. Like, um, that is perfect. Like, the way you just put it all together and straight through from the Bible. It just brings me back to, like, remembering that, like, we have Jesus. Yeah. And he is the Prince of Peace. He mm -hmm. is our good shepherd. So what that means is like we have someone we can follow, someone we can look up to, someone who is actually righteous mm -hmm. and can guide us. So if he can guide us, then like if we following Jesus and he can guide us, then that just means that we are walking in a path and a road that would lead to abundant peace. Yeah. And confidence mm -hmm. because we are following the perfect example you know so like oh, I don't know but this just brings me like a lot of encouragement to feel the feelings all of them um be honest with them be honest with God first and foremost be, be honest with yeah. with my neighbor with my partner with anyone you know um and it it gives me just peace because like it, how do I put this? Like, it gives me peace because like, I have an idea. I have a way to manage that. Okay. I have a way to process that, you know? Um, and the longer I live, the longer that I'm, I'm here, um, and doing life with, with everyone and continue to be abided in Christ and remain in him, the stronger, the stronger this muscle will be, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's Cause good life will life you know like amen things <laughs> sure will happen will. you know it is what it is it's just mm -hmm. the, the nature of the the world we live in but it's okay yeah you know i love that i i do yeah so it's okay not to be okay don't make a home out of that i always say that just don't let it become something that you don't fight to get out of and now you just become a 45 year old bitter person who who just made a home out of their 
misery, you right. know? There's hope to be found in Jesus. So we really want to wrap up this episode with the fact that God created us in his image. Mm-hmm. Our emotions reflect him and his vastness. And we can look to him for guidance in our emotions. And when we're in hard, hard seasons and when we're dealing with hard emotions, there's hope. There's hope in Jesus. And fortunately, you know, God created us for good. Sin came in, entered the world. It distorted everything. It distorted our emotions. Now we deal with really hard emotions and they lead us to bad things. They lead to death. They lead to sadness, destruction, depression, all of these things. But Fortunately, he had a redemptive plan from the beginning because he's so good. He's Mm -hmm. a good God. And we can look to the hope of the new heaven and the new earth. Also, beyond that, too, we can look for a piece of heaven on earth here with Jesus. He partners with us. And through the Holy Spirit at work in us, we can call on him to help us through the hard times. Call on him to help us through everything, to make sense of our emotions and to glorify him with them and to help us not take our emotions out on others, but right. to instead let us draw, let it draw us near to him and his heart. And then, you know, out of that, help us love others more. Exactly. And I want to talk about this scripture right here, um, Revelation chapter 21. And it's a new heaven and a new earth. It's so hopeful. And I always love listening to it. Like, especially in hard seasons, I would listen to uh, YouTube, like Psalms and Revelation. And it just spoke so much life to me. So it says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. That's this world. And there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things had passed away. He who has seated, who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. I could keep going real quick. And then verses six to eight say, he said to me, it is done. I am the alpha and the Mm. omega, the beginning and the end to the thirsty. I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. Those who are victorious will will inherit all of this and I will be their God and they will be my children. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, but those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. We can find hope. That, they, that ain't going to be us. <laughs> and that there's a, a, a hope for a new world where there will be no tears, no pain, no sorrow, no death, no mourning. And honestly, like in my darkest times, I look to God for that. Like, thank you, God. Yeah. That though this world is fallen and there's so much pain, I know that there's so much more goodness and purity waiting for me in eternity. And when I have that perspective, it helps me have an eternal perspective now that honestly just relieves me. Amen. No, mm-hmm. absolutely. I I just like just hearing like script like those verses again, like it really just 
brings so much hope. That's yeah. the perfect word. That's mm-hmm. the perfect word. Hope in my heart because it's like, okay, it's hard now, but I know it ain't going to last forever. Right. I know this isn't my forever. Mm-hmm. You know, fear is not my future. You, you are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's our future. He promises us. And what he says, it is so. Amen. You know, and it's just like, I don't know what else can encourage you if yeah. or, or like, you know, even to one another, like as we said in the beginning of the episode, like how we're really feeling like, man, it just just sit on that, sit on his promises, yeah. meditate on his promises. And he is here with you. We are in the world that we are, but he is here with you and it's just going to be much better, mm-hmm. you know, in eternity um, because of Christ, because of what he's done for us. He is here with us now. Yeah. You know, I love that. Love that. Um, thank you so much for reminding us, Britt. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing it Amen. to our remembrance to go back to your word and all God, I'm glorify you. Because <laughs> um, Brittany was not capable of doing this today. <laughs> <laughs> but stay tuned for part two. Yes. Uh, we will get into more depth with some practical things to yeah. think about, to write down, to all of that. Yeah, I think we um, need to like lay the firm foundation. <laughs> Christ is my firm foundation, <laughs> the rock on which I stand. Okay. All right. But we need to lay the foundation of emotions before we give practical steps because we really want, I don't know, honestly, this whole conversation was really Holy Spirit led yeah. and I think it needed to happen. So we're going to have a part two. And so tune in next week. Yes. And we'll be talking about practical steps. Yes, ma'am. Let's All pray. Right, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord God, for working in us and through us, Lord Jesus, to uh, speak out your message that whoever it is that you um, place it in their heart to press play and be here with us listening to the very end, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for always coming through, for never forsaking us, Lord God. No matter what emotions we feel, we know that you are present, Lord God, and for giving us a way to process them in you and with you, Lord God. Um, I pray that whoever is listening um, uh, to this podcast, that they know that it is you that that ordained for for this very moment, for them to hear the message, Lord God. Um, thank you for even ministering to, to one another and lifting our spirits up um knowing everything we have been dealing with from um up until this point lord god thank you for always being um our peace our refuge lord god we abide in you and we know time and time again um as we meditate on your scripture that in our weakness we are really strong because it is you working in us and through us lord god we thank you lord jesus we pray that everyone listening to this episode will um also come back to episode two to listen to more of what you have to say lord god we are just your vessels lord jesus uh we thank you and we love you lord god we pray all this in your mighty and holy name. Amen.